This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 408 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Visit them at kppusa.com. Well, howdy, everybody. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have something a little bit different for you again. I took this excerpt I want to play for you off of the Horses in the Morning show that I do every morning here on the Horse Radio Network, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We had a fascinating conversation on Friday, and I, th- I wanted to share it with you because I learned so much. I learned a lot of things I didn't know, and that was on gated horses, specifically gated Morgans, but we talked about gated horses in general. And I, I just learned so much in this uh, short interview that we did that I thought I had to share it with you here on Horse Tip Daily because it kind of fits. And I did want to mention that we we only have on our shows uh, the gated horses and the people who do natural training and who do not use any of the extraordinary measures to train their horses that has become such a thing in the gated community. We don't talk to them. We don't put them on our shows. But we do try and highlight the ones who are doing it correctly and who are representing the natural method. So that's uh, another reason that I wanted to have them on uh, on the Horses in the Morning show. And as I said, it was such a fascinating conversation. I thought you would find it interesting about all the different breeds and the types of gates and how it all works. And, and I wanted to share here with you on horse tip daily and it just so happened that this segment uh, this horse tip daily is sponsored by kentucky performance products and that segment of the horses in the morning show was sponsored by kentucky performance products so i'm going to start with the actual commercial for kentucky performance products and then you'll hear the interview after that and we hope you enjoy this i'll be on there with jennifer h my wife and producer of the morning show and also you'll hear jamie jennings my co-host on there as well Hope you enjoy this. If you heard it before, if you listen to the morning show, then just skip over this tip and on to the next one. There always is a next one. So uh, we appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you after this interview. Choose Kentucky Performance Products supplements because the horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. This week, we want to speak with you about Endure Extra. Are you struggling to put weight on your horse? Is your horse maxed out on grain but still needs more energy? Are you dealing with muscle and metabolic challenges? If so, try Endure Extra. Endure Extra contains 50% fat, which provides low-starch energy while reducing the risk of grain overload. Endure Extra is a super-concentrated blend of fat, so you can feed as little as 8 ounces per day. Each 8-ounce serving contains 1,000 IU, which we learned what that was last week, and I still don't have any clue, of natural vitamin E. Okay, 1,000 international units, which nobody has any idea what size that is, of natural (laughs) vitamin E, which supports normal muscle function and maintains immunity. Gain the inside advantage with Endure Extra by visiting kppusa.com. Hey, I did that whole thing with all the big words without messing up a thing on a Friday. How about that? Um, I'm going to give you a cookie. You get a gold star. I appreciate that (laughs) because I really don't have a problem putting weight on. I do that very well. Um, and I'm not maxed yeah. out on grain. I think I could eat more. And so. you know, I was, I'm, I'm laughing inside because that is the complete opposite problem that I have with all of our horses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm putting weight on. <laughs> we're lucky like that. But I did have thoroughbreds before that were tough, but not anymore. These suckers, I'm like, just breathe. You'll get fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so our next guest is on the air, and we're going to do a little bit of a breed spotlight because this is pretty cool. I didn't know about it, and um, Valley is going to give us a little bit more information about Morgans, but not just any Morgans, gated Morgans. So, Valley, hello. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I, I have to go feed the chickens, though. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> feed we like her out there. already, yeah. <laughs> my guinea bird pecks on my back door if I don't get outside in time. Is that right? <laughs> I'm very standing. <laughs> I'm serious. She's a clown. My, my my chickens just sleep on my patio, so I totally know how you feel. You walk outside and there's a chicken poo everywhere. Yeah, I was just say, ours just pooped on everything. That's what... Yes. So you are telling us, tell us a little bit about yourself because I'm reading something about you and I'm going to quiz you. Uh, so you are a judge for gated breeds. Tell us about that. I am. Yes, I am a. Um... An IJA judge, which is an independent judging association, um, under the um, the guidelines of FOSH, Friends of Sound Horses, which are the national organization to, you know, that are working to stop soaring. Yay! Yay! So you get a round um, of applause for that. Thank you very much. Um, I went to the FOSH judging clinic several years ago just to learn more about gait because what I was seeing is that, you know, gated Morgans do what all the other gated breeds do, and I think they all do the gaits all across the spectrum, depending on the conformation of the horse, depending on the tack, on the frame, and all the other things that affect gated horses. And so I went to the Fosch Clinic to learn more about gait, and what I learned was about soaring, which I didn't know about before. And then I got all involved in that. So <laughs> now, for those for those who don't know uh, what soaring is, uh, just give a brief overview because it, I think it's really important what you're doing, uh, being on the opposing end of that. But tell in, in a just brief. Don't try to get everybody fired up and call in. Um, <laughs> but yeah. what, just give us a brief overview on what soaring is and why it's important to get rid of it. Well, soaring is uh, a tactic that's used by trainers or exhibitors on horses to attain a more animated um, gait out of their horse. And um, many are referred to as big lick walking horses. Not all big lick walking horses <clears throat> are soared. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, there has been um, evidence in scarring and chemical detection that the horses are being soared to to gain a larger extension of their gait in the so front chemicals end. chemicals put on their coronary bands to to burn their skin their hair and actually injure them if you can imagine that <clears throat> oh. and um get them to keep their feet up off the ground so they're Just, more yeah, animated. so so when they step down, it hurts, and they pick their foot up even higher. And and, and and it's amazing that people do that. I just I can't even imagine. And it's been imagine. illegal since 1974 under the yeah. Horse Protection Act. But there's no right. good way, you know, there hasn't been a really good way to police all that. Although, you know, there's been a lot of things that have happened in recent years. You know, and, and people are kind of coming around, you know, to understand yeah. that it's the wrong thing to do, and it's not fair competition. So. 
Well, you know, it only took about 35 years, so <laughs> from when it was a little now. So, yeah. Uh, that's good. But anyway, that's um, how I learned about it, was just wanting to get gate educated, and then I got involved with um, the FOSH organization and learned about that. And um, Well, that's great. Now, yeah. when I was reading your bio, it says that you are a judge for 14 different gated breeds. 14 gated breeds are in the FOSH judging manual. Okay, yes. okay, here's your pop quiz. Because I didn't know there were 14 <laughs> gated horses. Can you name all 14? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I think I can try. Okay. Um, Morgan, I got that one. Well, actually, yes. There are gated Morgans. There are Tennessee walking horses. There are Kentucky Mountain saddle horses. There are the United Mountain Horse, the Florida Cracker Horse, the Missouri Foxtrotter, uh, the Tennessee Walking Horse, did I say that? The Rocky Mountain yes. Horse, um, the Spanish Genet Horse, and the Gated Spanish Mustang, uh, the Tiger Horse. Tiger Horse? Really? Tiger Horse. Yes, the Tiger Horse. And you know, don't quote me, but I'm thinking that it's it's a sort of a relation to like the Appaloosa. I mean, I've seen them, and they gate. They kind of do a little racking gate, and they're just spotted all over. Yeah, I just looked them up, and you're right. They are. They look like uh, Dalmatian horses. Yeah, I've also seen them though where they're not spotted at all. You know, but they are breeding stock, and they will throw spotted horses. (laughs) So, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to have to post this picture on Facebook when I Google Tiger Horse. Please Google Tiger Horse images. And there's a picture of a rearing horse with tiger stripes with um, whiskers and the ears and everything. Oh, God, that was funny. Sorry. I was trying to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if I named all 14 breeds. I I, I tried really hard. Did I you get the mountain 10. horse? That's good. The, the, the mountain horse. There you go. Close enough, close enough. I, I'm I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So um, tell us a little oh, bit more about Oh, the Mango Adora Marchador. I forgot that one. There's one people don't hear about very often. Yeah, I don't even know what you're Ma- talking Mangalarga about. Mangalarga <laughs> Marchador Horse. <laughs> Look that one up. And the Racking uh, Horse. And the ra- Racking. Okay, there, I think you've got yeah. 14. I'm impressed. I am very impressed. <sighs> okay. At least I got <laughs> like 99 percent <laughs> That's funny. So, tell us a little bit about the 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 Morgan horse racking. Is that a trained behavior or is it a natural behavior? Oh well, hopefully it's natural. You know, it and it does come natural in these horses. Um, the Morgan breed, as you guys probably know, started with Justin Morgan. He's referred to by the name of his owner and so recorded in the registry, but he's actually. His name was Figure, from 1789 to 1821. Justin Morgan and his sons were bred by many a pacing mare. Sherman's Dam, which was uh, Justin's son, was believed by many historians to be a Narragansett pacer. Woodbury, another one of his sons, and uh, the Dam of Blackhawk was also believed to be a Narragansett pacer. Now, and so that's where the gate comes through is, the Morgan was, breed. Was Blackhawk involved with the foundation of the Tennessee Walking Horse? That sounds familiar. Uh, well, way back in there, yes. Yeah, Actually, okay. the, the very first registered Tennessee Walking Horse, um, Allen F1, 
was out of a Morgan, a registered Morgan mayor. Okay, so the gated line, the gated lineage of Morgans really um, sprouted up other gated breeds in America. Absolutely. I mean, it's behind fox trotters, and well, the Morgans are behind, you know, most American breeds, but it's behind. You know, there are Morgan horses behind some of the lines of many of the gated breeds in America. Um, and they all, all of the gated Morgans are registered to the American Morgan Horse Association. However, there is not an allowance for, you know, saying on their registration papers whether they're gated or not. Okay. And the reason okay. being is because, you know, the registry is not qualified to confirm the gate in a horse. And so you can't put on the registration papers, oh, that horse was gated, you know, because who's going to confirm that? And so, you know, the registry, that's not what they're, that's not what they're there for. You know, they're to register pedigree, you know, and so they don't address the gated Morgan issue. Okay, and so, so, so we have another organization that does, you know. Um, just an organization of breeders and, and admirers and owners of the gated Morgan horses called the Morgan Single Footing Horse Association. And single footing is a Western term for gated. And gated is like east of the Mississippi, and single footers are west of the Mississippi. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so is that a different class, or is that just the way people call them? What people call uh, them? Single footer is a cowboy term, and uh, gated is a eastern term okay huh. a little east coast action yeah yeah all I right i didn't either we're learning so much i didn't even know they were gated morgan so when they're showing when you go to a morgan show uh just like going to any breed show they've got all the different classes and it's like the end of the day they do the gated morgan classes or no. is it a whole different no, show you altogether you, you will not find a gated morgan showing at a morgan horse show they really? do not have a class for gated Morgans, and the reason being is that the numbers are just not there. You know, I mean, let's say AMHA had a had a Class A Morgan show, and, and at the end of the day they have a gated Morgan class. There probably wouldn't be any gated Morgans there because there are so few of them. I mean, this is a rare horse, a rare horse. You know, less than a couple thousand. I personally know of 400 of them maybe. Oh, wow. And I'm sure there's more out there, but so when you spread them out all over the country, there aren't enough of them to actually have a class for them. But there's not a USEF um, judging standard under in the Morgan judging standard. There's not a standard for gated Morgans. You can only okay. show them at open gated breed shows or FOSH shows. Open gated. Okay. All right. So um, is it there's something that plenty of that places to show them? You know, there's plenty yeah. of places to show them if you want to show them. Yeah, just the gated shows and stuff like that. Are, uh -huh. Is it is it like, uh, is it bred? Like, say there's a gated stud and then he breeds to a non-gated. Are you trying to get that, that trait from the line or is it just kind of more random? Well, you really want to breed gate to gate, you know, to concentrate that gate. And that's what most breeders today you know, there's a handful of breeders, maybe six of us out there, breeding, uh, line breeding and breeding gate to gate. Um, 
you know, if you if you want to breed gate to non-gate, you do it the other way around. You breed a non-gated stallion to a gated mare because the mare is going to have the propensity for gate over the sta- stallion generally. But really, and if you want to get gate to gate, you know, you breed gate to gate. In in the Morgan breed, you can have a gated Morgan pop out anywhere in the entire Morgan family, and it happens all the time. People that are not breeding for gate and have been breeding this stallion or mare for years and showing or doing whatever they do will all of a sudden get a gated one. And that's weird. That, yeah, isn't that weird? That is oh. weird. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. And, you know, then, you know, hopefully they call us or Morgan Single Footing Horse Association and and we find an excited buyer for that gated Morgan. Um, because they can't use them because they're showing in walk trot classes, you know. So they they need to send them um, to some somebody that's using gated Morgan. Well, that's kind of cool that you guys have made that extra effort to come together in a really good organized fashion to preserve that that breed characteristic. Otherwise, it would disappear. We actually had a a Morgan that belonged to a student of mine that. I don't think she was technically gated, maybe just because we trained her to walk, trot, and canter. But uh, when she would get kind of full of herself and get naughty, she would she would do the, the gate thing. But what I'm curious about is yes. I know almost nothing about non-walk, trot, canter gates. So uh-huh. when you have a Morgan that's gated, I know there's more than one kind of um, flat-footed gate in that it's it's a non-suspension gate. There's lots of different kinds. So when you have there a gated is. Morgan, do they all have the exact same extra gate, or does it vary a little bit, or is that really more determined by training than genetics? Um, well, hopefully it's determined by genetics, and the strength of gate comes through the genetics. However, you know, there are those horses, and this isn't just in the Morgan breed. This isn't just gated Morgans, but in all gated breeds, you're going to find strengths and weaknesses in a gated horse. And, um, you know, they can perform a variation of the single foot, the rack, the running walk, the foxtrot, or the stepping pace. The rack is a faster version of the evenly timed running walk, while the foxtrot and the stepping pace are unevenly timed. Um, we could do an entire show Morgan just Morgan owners gate. use descriptive terms such as ambling or broken pace to describe what their horses are doing. Mm-hmm. Some refer to a rack or a running walk as the old-fashioned single foot. Gated Morgans do one or more of these intermediate gates in place of or in addition to the trot. Oh, so it's either or, so, okay. Yeah, I mean, I have you could really have a five gated that are five gated. You know, they wow. walk, trot, canter, but they Talk about do a running walk, too. I can't even manage to get a walk, trot, and canter right. I can't imagine having to figure out five gates. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's not that hard. You know, you, you learn what the horse will do for you, you know, and they have their little sweet spots, you know, in your hands. Um, where you, um, you know, you get them between your legs and your hands. And and those that are are the walk, trot, canter horses, you know, they're going to have to have a little spot. Now, there's the others that, you know, they won't trot. You know, you hmm. just sit on them and they just do their gait. And, you know, ideally those are the best breeding stock because they gait to speed. You know, when they mm-hmm. gait, they gait faster and faster and faster, and they will never break to a trot. They'll break to a canter. That is your strongest breeding stock right there. Huh. 
I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow, this is a whole bunch of uh, new information for us today. Where can it people is. learn? We need to start a forum on the radio show for gated horses. I know. Geez. <laughs> Where can people learn more about uh, about gated uh, Morgans, especially? Well, they can go to the Morgan Single Footing Horse Association website, which is um, gatedmorgans.org for the organization, gatedmorgans.org. And there's, oh, 40-some-odd videos of Gated Morgans, and there's information on gate on there. Um, They can see the uh, the FOSH judging rules is on the FOSH uh, website, which is uh, FOSH.info, F-O-S-H.info. And then you'll see the the um, there's a dressage for gated horses. Yes, there is. And uh, the dressage manual's on there, as well as the judging rules for the 14 gated breeds. All right, terrific. Well, Valley, we appreciate you being on with us today. That's gatedmorgans.org if you want to check it out. I did look up the for sale on uh, on equine.com, and I came up with one gated Morgan for sale. Uh, so there, you're right, there aren't a whole lot of them out there, but uh, I'm sure that they can get more information there. And if they're interested in, uh, in, in more information, you can contact them at gatedmorgans.org. Thank you, Valley. We appreciate you being on. Thank you for the time. See ya. All right. See ya. Thanks a lot. Well, we hope you found that interesting. I certainly didn't know a lot about some of the things that she talked about there, so I thought that you might find that interesting as well and be able to learn a little bit too. Well, don't forget that you can listen to the Horses in the Morning show every morning at horsesinthemorning.com, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 